Welcome to Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. Through the revelation of God's undeserved, unearned and unmerited favour, we are committed to helping you make better changes in life for life. Follow me this morning by the grace of God in Jesus' precious name. Uh, the voice of guidance, uh, part two. Let me begin by saying, uh, you know what? In, in our Christian walk, one of the things that tends to against us, uh, many times if we don't keep an eye on it, it is this thing that is called spiritual ignorance. It is this thing that is called spiritual ignorance. Spiritual ignorance, uh, uh, it has so many effects. And I'm excited because uh, last Friday in our Bible study, we were going through uh, this thing called spiritual ignorance, uh, the effects of spiritual ignorance, and what you need to do to prevent yourself from spiritual ignorance. But this morning, I want to draw your attention just to one aspect of uh, spiritual ignorance that can wake against you or that is so devastating and it is that uh, spiritual ignorance is blinding it can blind you spiritual ignorance can cause blindness in your life and now when you are blind it means that uh, you cannot see you cannot you cannot see clearly you cannot know where you are going you cannot even recognize the things that are around you because of spiritual ignorance now this is one of the works of the enemy the enemy works day and night to ensure that he blinds you from recognizing the things that are important to you from recognizing even the things that are of advantage in your life it is the work of the enemy to blind us from realizing and from recognizing especially the things that God has given us. Listen to me. Walking in ignorance is equivalent to walking in darkness. For a child of God, walking in ignorance is equivalent to walking in darkness. Now listen to me. No one enjoys walking in darkness. No one takes joy in walking in darkness. No one finds a, a, a satisfaction in living in darkness. Everyone wants light. Even the people that are still in darkness, they are trying to find ways where they can move from darkness and come into the light of God. And I'm here to say to you, in our Christian walk, ignorance leads to darkness. Ignorance invites darkness. Ignorance uh, darkens our lives. Ignorance blinds us from recognizing the things that God has freely given to us. But here is the good news for you, child of God. Darkness can never comprehend life. Darkness can never overpower light. Darkness can never overcome light. In the very same way that darkness cannot overcome light, I want you to understand that ignorance can never overcome knowledge. Ignorance can never overcome knowledge. Ignorance can never push knowledge away. In the very same way that you enter a room and if there is darkness in the room and you switch on the light, darkness cannot even negotiate. Darkness will just disappear. And I want you to understand this morning that knowledge is of great importance in everything that you do. That is why the Bible in the book of Isaiah, chapter number 4, verse number 6, the prophet speaks and he says, My people perish for lack of knowledge. My people perish for lack of knowledge. And I'm coming your way this morning with a word of empowerment. 
equip you so that you don't continue to walk in darkness, so that you don't continue to walk in ignorance, so that you don't allow the enemy even to blind you where you can, you can fail to recognize things that God has given us. And I'm excited this morning, especially in this season, because God has given us the voice of guidance. Don't allow spiritual ignorance to blind you from recognizing that voice of guidance. We all need guidance, especially in challenging times, especially when we're going through a challenge times we all need guidance we all need clarity of where we need to go where you need to place your foot where you need to step which direction you need to go so guidance is of great importance but listen to me the greatest kind of guidance that we need it comes from the voice of the holy spirit at any given time in the life of a believer make sure that you are being led by the voice of the holy spirit so let me start it from here let me start it from here. Let's go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, verse number 14. 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, verse number 14. 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, verse number 14. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. It says, But people who are, are not spiritual cannot receive these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolish to them and they cannot understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the spirit means. I think the common translation it says, A carnal man or a natural man cannot understand the things of the spirit because they are spiritually discerned. Because they are spiritually discerned. In other words, they are spiritually understood. And this morning, I, I, I'm trusting that I'm speaking to spiritual people. And, uh, and I want you to understand that as, we, as we're going to unpack this portion of the scripture and this principle of us discerning the voice of God in our lives, I want you to understand this and I want you to get it right because that's, that's what I'm going to be hammering on most of the times today. God leads us from the inside. God leads from the inside us. That's how God leads us. Every time God is leading us, every time God is guiding us, he leads us from the inside. He leads us primarily from the inside. And I want you to get that right. If you're able to type that in the comment section, I want you to go ahead and type and say, God leads us from the inside us. That's how God leads us. That is why I'm saying to you, this, the carnal man cannot understand the things of the spirit because they are spiritually discerned. Now, when we go back to the way God created you, I want you to understand that God created you as a spirit being. That is why in the book of Genesis, when God finished forming uh, men, uh, the body using the dust from the ground, the Bible says, and then he breathed in man, and then he breathed in man, and man became a living soul. So, by essence, you are a spirit being. By essence, you are a spirit being. When you come to the New Testament, I like the way 1 Corinthians chapter number 6, verse number 17 puts it. If we, if we can go there to 1 Corinthians chapter number 6, verse number 17. Allow me just to slow down and, uh, and I want us to open these scriptures because I really want you to see it uh, even just for, for yourself. 1 Corinthians chapter number 6, verse number, seven, chapter number, verse number 17. It says, 
But whoever is joined with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Whoever is joined with the Lord or whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in the spirit. Now listen to me. You are not your body. You are a spirit being. And most of the times when I teach about identity, especially our spiritual identity, I always say to people that don't forget that you are a spirit being who possesses a soul and yet you live in a body. You are a spirit being who possesses a soul and yet you live in a body. That is a how God fashioned you. That is a how God made you. Remember 1 Corinthians 2 verse number 14. It says, A carnal man cannot understand the things of the spirit because the things of the spirit, they are spiritually discerned. In other words, spiritual things, they can only be decoded or understood by people that are spiritual. How do you then become spiritual? You, can't be, you, can't be, you, you become spiritual when you are united together with the Lord. When you are joined together with the Lord, that is at that point, it is at that point that you become spiritual, that you become one with the Lord. That is why I'm saying to you, you are a spirit being who possesses a soul and yet you live in a body. So I don't want you to forget that because that is very important for you to understand and to embrace when it comes to discerning the voice of the Holy Spirit. That is so important when it comes to us following the voice of guidance. You are a spirit being who possesses a soul and yet you live in a body. So listen to me. God is spirit. God is spirit. John chapter number 4. I think verse number 23, 24. The Bible says, God is spirit. And they that worship him, they must worship him in spirit and also in truth. Why? Because God is spirit. Now remember, whenever you are joined together with the Lord, you are one with him in spirit. You are one with him, not in flesh, but you are one with him in spirit. In the one that we worship, the Bible says, he, God is spirit. And those who worship him, they must worship him in, in truth and in spirit. Now, God is spirit and you are a spirit being. So, which means you are able to interact with God only at spiritual level. We interact with the spiritual realm at spiritual level. Because spirit can only speak to spirit. And flesh can only speak to flesh. I want you to get that. Spirit can only speak to spirit. So every time God is speaking to us, God speaks to us in our spirit being. He does not speak to us in our mind, neither does he speak to us in our body. But whenever God speaks to us, he speaks to us in our spirit. Because your spirit is conscious of the spiritual realm. Oh, I, I pray somebody is getting this. Your spirit is conscious of the spiritual realm. And your mind is conscious of the mental realm. And your body is conscious of the physical realm. Can I, can I repeat that? Your physical body is conscious or it interacts with the physical world. The world that we see. The world that we step on. That, that is how the body interacts with. But when it comes to your soul, which is the faculty of your mind of your thinking, of your reasoning, of your emotions, that part of you which is your soul, it interacts or it is conscious of the mental world. But when it comes to your spirit, 
the one who is joined together with the real you that one is conscious of uh, the spiritual realm but listen to me what the devil does the devil has been blinding us the devil has been blindfolding us so that we we remain conscious of the physical world through our bodies and that we only remain conscious of the mental world through our mind but listen to me this is the time and now is the time for you and i to become conscious of the spiritual realm because by essence you are a spirit being by essence you are a spirit being therefore you interact with the spiritual realm you've got the capability to interact with the spiritual realm because that is how god fashioned you a natural man cannot understand the things of the spirit but a spiritual man can discern the things of the spirit so if god is going to speak to us god will speak to us at spiritual level god will speak to us at spirit realm at spirit level so don't look for the voice of god in the physical don't look for the voice of god even in the mind in your mind but it's time for you and for you and i to switch and begin to be conscious of the spirit man developing the spirit man being conscious of the spirit realm because god has made it possible for you as a child of god to be able to interact with the spiritual realm john chapter number 10 verse number 27 john chapter number 10 verse number 27 john 10 verse number 27 the bible says this is jesus speaking and he says to his disciples and those who are surrounding him and he says my sheep hear my voice my sheep hear my voice and i know them and they follow me my sheep hear my voice my sheep hear my voice now he wasn't talking of the, the the actual ships but he was he was using that language to talk of those who follow him in talking about the disciples to talking talking about those who belong to him to talk about those who are in his fold and he says my sheep hear my voice why because they are capable of hearing the voice of the master and i'm here to say to you you are capable of hearing the voice of the shepherd the way god has found you the way God has made you the way God has created you you have been created in such a way that you are capable of hearing the voice of God you're capable of discerning the voice of God and I want you to go ahead and type in the comment section that I am capable of hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit I am capable of hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit as a matter of fact this ought to be your default setting this ought to be your default setting because by the by the moment the very moment you were joined together with Christ you became one with him in the spirit that means you can interact with him at spiritual level that means you are capable of hearing the voice my sheep hear my voice and i know them and they follow me and they follow me so listen to me this morning i want to show you the primary way that God speaks to us. I'm going to, during this series, I'm going to be showing you the different ways that God speaks to us. The different way that God speaks to us so that you're able to discern that voice when God does speak. So this morning, I want to speak on the first, which I call the primary way that God speaks to us. 
the primary way that God speaks to us. And I call it the inward witness. God speaks to us through the inward witness. And I want you to go ahead and if you're able just to type in the comment section and say, God speaks to me uh, through the inward voice. God speaks to me through the inward voice. Go ahead and I want you to type it. I want you to go, go ahead and type that. That God speaks to me primarily through the inward witness. Through the inward witness. Through the inward witness. Through the in, inward witness. Romans chapter number 8 verse number 14. Romans chapter number 8 uh, verse number 14. If you've got your Bible... I want you to go ahead. Let's go to the book of Romans chapter number 8. And I'm going to read uh, preferably from verse number 14. And I'm going to read from uh, the New International Version, the NIV. I'll read from verse number 14. The inward witness. The inward witness. The Bible says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. Those who are led by the Spirit of God they are the children of God. Now remember, by virtue of you being joined together with Christ, you are one with him in the spirit. Now children are led by the spirit. John chapter number 1 verse number 12, it says, um, For those who received him, he gave them the right to become the children of God. So never ever doubt who you are. You are a child of God. And the Bible says, for those who are led by the Spirit, they are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by Him we cry, Abba, Father. Listen to verse number 16. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit. I want you to slow down there. The Spirit Himself testifies with my spirit your born again spirit the one who has been joined together with with christ the spirit who is the holy spirit the spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are god's children that we are the children of god the spirit of god who is the holy spirit testifies with our spirit that we are the children of god how do you know that you're a child of God? You know that you're a child of God by inward witness. By the inward witness. Now, what is the inward witness? The inward witness, it is a knowing without any shadow of doubt. It is a, it is a knowing beyond any shadow of doubt. Now, listen to me, and I really want to explain this to you. Because a lot of us, we miss the voice of God. Because many times we are waiting for that spectacular visitation and manifestation. A lot of us, we miss the voice of the Holy Spirit. Because we are waiting for lightning and thunder. We are waiting for that, uh, that deep bass and baritone voice uh, that will shake you and, uh, and slay you and, and, and throw you on the ground. But listen to me, while God can do all those things, but listen to me, to, to me, the primary way that God leads us, it is through the inward voice, the inward witness. It is that knowing that is beyond the shadow of death. Where you just know it. You, you, you just know it. Right now, if I'm to ask you, how do you know that you're a child of God? You might even fail to really explain it. 
Why? But but because because of the inward witness, you you, you just know it. There is a knowing that comes from the inside of you. There is a knowing that flows from the inside of you that gives you that peace, that gives you that boldness, that gives you that assurance that you know what is for me. I am a child of God. And that is the primary way that God leads us. He leads us by the inward witness. He leads us by the inward witness. Others, they call it a check. And uh, the most illustration that is used, it is the, the, use, the, 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 the traffic lights. It is the traffic lights. The traffic lights, when you come to the traffic lights, it is, it, is, it is just a signal. It is a signal. When you come to the traffic light and it's red, you, you, you just know what you need to do. There is a knowing that comes to you that, you know, I need to stop if it's red. If it's green, you know that I have to go. The traffic light does not give you a sentence to say, now you can go. The traffic light does not give you a paragraph or an essay. The, the traffic light does not even give you an audible voice, but there is a knowing. Now listen to me. The Holy Spirit leads us primarily by the inward voice. And a lot of us, we tend to miss it. Why? Because maybe we, we didn't know, but I'm so grateful that we are talking about this in this season. The Holy Spirit primarily leads us by the inward voice. Let me just give you a few illustrations. Have you ever been in a situation where you want to go somewhere or you want to make a decision and you are torn in between as in which way you need to go but suddenly you you you, you get a knowing on the inside of you. you 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 just know that i need to go in this direction there, there is a knowing that comes on the inside of you and it gives you peace it gives you all the boldness and you become so sure that this is the way that i need to go listen to me that is the inward voice that is the inward voice. And I remember so many times, and I, 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 I always share this because it happens quite a lot even in my life. The times where sometimes I'm driving and the route that I use most of the times and, 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 and it's, it's the most common route that I use maybe when I'm coming from church and going home or I'm coming from home going to work is the most common route. But there are times that I just feel in my spirit. I just, I just have a knowing that, you know what, take a different route. Take a completely different route. And you know what, in the, in the early stages of me discerning the voice of God, learning to discern the voice of God, sometimes I would just ignore it. And guess what would happen? I would proceed with a common voice. Even though on the inside of me, I've heard it. I've heard that voice that is saying to me, you know, take a different route. It's, it's a knowing on the inside. And sometimes I disobey that voice and I would drive only to find that that road was closed and I have to go back and take the route that I should have taken. It's the leading of the Holy Spirit. He leads us through the inward. He leads us through the inward witness where you just know. But listen to me. This is how many times we tend to miss the, this kind of leading that the Holy Spirit brings to us. This kind of leading, it demands you to obey even without fuller, uh, fuller picture. It demands you to just obey immediately, instantly, there and there, without you even wanting to get more information. In other words, when you obey the inward voice, the bigger picture, it follows after. It follows after. That is why men at times, even in your life, I'm sure we can all agree, that there are times that you do something, 
but initially you know that I should not have done that. Something inside you to told you that don't do that. But sometimes we engage our mind. We go ahead. And after we do that, the consequences follow. And then immediately you realize that I should not have done that. Initially you realize that, but something told me that I should not have done this. Many times it is the Holy Spirit leading us. He's leading us through what is called the voice of guidance. Now, let me show you from the scripture. Let me show you from the scripture. Uh, just a, a quick example. Luke chapter number 24. Luke chapter number 24. Verse number 32. It's that, it's that time when Jesus had been crucified. Jesus had just been crucified. He was buried. And the talk in Jerusalem, the headlines in Jerusalem... The real news, the, the news in Jerusalem was all about the crucifixion of Jesus. And people are beginning to talk. And I can imagine people talking about the disciples. And they're saying, you know what, this movement has come to an end. But as the disciples were now beginning to disperse, the Bible speaks of these two disciples. who are now moving from Jerusalem, going back to Emmaus. In chapter number 24 of the book of Luke. And I'm going to zero in on verse number 32. Now, as they were traveling and they are talking about the things that had happened, they are talking about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. And men, we had, we had amazed and, and done so many miracles in Jerusalem. We had raised the dead. We had opened the eyes of the blind. We had opened ears of the deaf. We had, we had opened the mouths of those who could not speak, who could heal the sick. And he's talking about this man and everybody's saying he's gone and perhaps this is the end. And little did they know that he was alive. And as they are walking, the Bible says, this resurrected Jesus, he joined them. He joined them on their way. And they began to talk. And the Bible says, and he even began to open scripture, revealing to them from scripture to scripture, from Moses, from the law to the prophets and to the Psalms, he began to explain and to expound on the scriptures. But when you come to verse number 32, this was after they had sat down and you broke bread. And at that time, the Bible says, and their eyes were opened and he vanished from them. In verse number 32, it says, they asked each other, didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? Didn't, did not our hearts burn? Did not our hearts burn when he was talking to us? Did not our hearts pick it up when, our, when he was talking to us? Now listen to me. This is a question they're asking themselves. In other words, they're saying, but something told us that this is Christ. But we ignore it. Didn't we know that, didn't it burn in our hearts? Did it not burn in our hearts within us that he, the one who was talking with us was, was Christ? In other words, the inward witness was at work. <laughs> he came in and he revealed Christ to them. But their minds began to fight and say, no, Christ has died. He has been buried and he's gone. But the inward witness is already confirming to them that the one who is speaking to you, the one who is opening the scriptures, it is him. They are throwing that question that, but you know what? We actually, we actually got this word from the inside of us that this man must be Christ. But we ignored the inward witness. We ignored that inward prompting. We ignored that, that, that inward leading that was confirming to us that the one who is speaking to us is Christ. But it was after he had vanished 
that they realized that the first voice which they heard, it was actually the right word. Didn't our hearts burn within us as you talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? And this is one of the most common things that happened to us. The Holy Spirit comes and he begins to speak to us. The Holy Spirit comes and he begins to talk to us. The very same way that a traffic light speaks to us. He speaks primarily through that signal. Where he drops that knowing, he drops that right and he drops that no. He drops that yes and he drops that no. Where you just know that this is the thing that I'm supposed to do. But what happens most of the times, we don't pay attention to it. We ignore that inward witness. And it is only after ignoring it that we realize that, oh, you know what? Actually, I, I, I heard about this. I actually thought about this. This is, this is how oftentimes we say it. I actually thought about it. Something inside me told me that I should have gone in this direction. But I'm here to say to you, children of God, it's time that we begin to pay attention to that inward voice, to that inward witness, sorry. It is time that you and I, we begin to pay attention to the inward witness. Can I repeat that? It's so simple, but this is so profound. The enemy wants to blind us because we are waiting for that spectacular manifestation. But listen to me. The primary way that God, the Holy Spirit leads us, it is through the inward witness where he gives you a knowing that is beyond the shadow of doubt. And knowing that is beyond a shadow of doubt. Many times, even during this course of the week, sometimes God will just drop a, a name in my spirit. He does that many times. But you know what? There are certain times where a name comes into me. And I know, I just know that something is not right. I just know that something is not right. And what do I do most of the times? I pick up my phone and I call those people. And in our conversation, I begin to realize that it's actually the Holy Spirit who was leading me to those people. It's the Holy Spirit leading me to those people. That is how most of the times God leads us, especially in our day-to-day -day lives. The Holy Spirit leads us by the inward voice, where you just have that knowing. You just have that knowing. You just have that knowing. Many times I sit down even to study. You know, the Holy Spirit will just lead me to a specific writer. A specific writer. And in there, I find everything that God wants me to know. And by following that inward voice, everything begins to unfold. And I begin to understand, oh, so God was actually leading me to this person so that I can understand this knowledge. And this knowledge, I'm now beginning to apply it in other people's lives. It is the leading of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Church of God, it's not complicated. Listen to me, child of God. It's not complicated. But what you and I need to begin to do and begin to practice to do, it is to pay attention to the inward voice. It is begin to pay attention to the inward voice. That voice that is speaking, that inward witness who is speaking in us. The spirit beareth witness with my spirit that I am a child of God. The spirit testifies with my spirit that I am a child of God. He brings that knowing on the inside of you. The knowing that is beyond the shadow of doubt. How many things in your life have you known that I should do this? And then we don't go ahead to do it. And then soon after that, things begin to unfold. And then we begin to say, but didn't my heart burn? 
didn't my heart confirm this? Did not my heart burn when the Holy Spirit was speaking to me that I should take this move? For other people, they follow that voice. And it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful, it's a glorious time. Because when you look back, you look back and you say to yourself, thank God I listened to the inward witness. You stand up and you say, thank God I listened, I obeyed the inward witness. When the Holy Spirit comes, he shall guide you into all truth. Church of God, listen to me. This is how the Holy Spirit primarily leads us. It's through the inward witness. He leads us through the inward witness. The Holy Spirit leads us through the inward witness. And the inward witness, it is a knowing that is beyond any shadow of doubt. It's a knowing that is beyond the shadow of doubt. Listen to me. Your soul or your mind is going to try to fight that knowing. But listen to me. It pays to pay attention to that inward voice. Because when you pay attention to that inward voice, it's going to bring you to a place where the Holy Spirit is guiding you and is guiding you. I'm sure you can look back in your life. There are so many times that the Holy Spirit has been leading you, has been guiding you. But many times we don't pay attention to it, only to find ourselves in a place of regret. But remember, it's the Holy Spirit. It's going to take practice paying attention to that voice, paying attention to that voice. But listen to me as I come to the close of this. Listen to me very carefully. The inward witness will not lead you or guide you to disobey God. The inward witness will not lead you in a place that violates the word of God. So everything has to be tested on the basis of the word of God. The Holy Spirit will not lead you into falsehood. Because when the Spirit comes, he shall guide you into all truth. The inward witness will not lead you into danger. The inward witness will not lead you into disaster. The inward witness will not lead you into error. The inward witness will not lead you in a place where you disobey God. The inward witness will not lead you in a place of disadvantage. That is, you need to understand this. So every time the inward witness comes, everything that he drops in your spirit, it is to your advantage. It is to your advantage. Everything the spirit comes and brings into your spirit, it is to your advantage. So ch church of God, listen to me. I know this sounds so simple, but it's in these simple things that many times we miss it. And the enemy finds so much joy because he blinds us from the simple things in the simple ways that God leads us. Remember John chapter number 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice. It's, it's that simple. My sheep are able to recognize the voice of God. Can I challenge you? Beginning today, begin to pay attention to that inward voice. Begin to pay attention to that inward voice. Don't ignore it. Don't push it on the side. Begin to pay attention to that inward voice. In many times when that inward voice comes, God tends to repeat it. He will repeat it. He will repeat it because he doesn't want to miss it. In the very same way that he spoke to Samuel in the temple, he spoke to Samuel at first, and Samuel went and he missed it. He came back the second time and he thought it was Eli. 
and he missed it. But the third time, God continued to speak. It is the nature of God that God will continue to repeat the same thing. But don't ignore those repetitions. Don't ignore them because God doesn't want you to miss his leading. Don't make a mistake of not paying attention to that inward voice. So as you go about your week, I want you to begin to put this into practice. And you're going to be amazed at how God leads you. If God is going to say something and he continues to repeat it and he continues to repeat it and it, it's not bringing danger, rather it's bringing safety, it's bringing peace in your life. Pay attention to the inward witness. Pay attention to the inward witness because the primary way God leads us, it is through the inward witness. I want you to go ahead and type in the comment section for the last time, the inward witness. The inward witness that is the number one way that god leads us that is the number way god speaks to us so if you're going to discern the voice of the holy spirit in your life you need to pay attention to that inward voice to that inward witness to that inward witness in the coming weeks i'm going to be exploring on other ways that god speaks to us and next week i'll be talking about the inward voice Today I was talking about the inward witness and next week we'll explore the inward voice and then we'll move on to the voice of the Holy Spirit. All these are different ways that the Holy Spirit leads us. But the most common one is this one. He leads us through the inward voice. So wherever you are, I want you to join me in prayer. I just want us to go before the Lord and just begin to thank Him for the inward voice. For the grace to pay attention to the inward voice. Ask God for the grace to pay attention to the inward voice. That voice that does not lead you in danger. That voice that actually leads you away from danger. The voice that does not lead you into darkness. But that voice, that witness that leads you into light. The voice of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you today. We bless and we honor your name. We exalt and we magnify your name. And we are Thank you for tuning into Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. To interact with us, please visit our website at afmimmiltonkeens.org or follow us at Ebenezer Fellowship AFMIM on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also interact with Pastor Danny on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For easy access, the links are in the description.